0: Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills.
1: Hi, I'm former Buffalo Bills wide receiver Don Beebe, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circling the Wagons podcast. Because nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills!
2: Yeah, we're here.
0: Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan,
3: Nate. Hey, what's going on, Bills Mafia people? That were still that have stayed up this long after that Bills nail biter. Oh my gosh, Bills nail biter right at the end. <laughs> Hoping that the Bills can pull this one off, and uh, and they do. They do. Um, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't anything like the 31-10 to 10 drubbing against the Cowboys the week before. Um, but they're in, guys, they are now 9-6 and six on the season. Um, Want to hear from you guys. Want to hear what you guys think about this win. Obviously, like uh, as a Bills fan, the way this season has gone, it's good to see them win a close game like this because they haven't done it a whole lot. But um, at the same time, you kind of hope that they would have won by a lot more considering the uh the chargers were down their starting quarterback, their best wide receiver. Um they just fired their head coach. A lot of things going into it, but that's okay. Um obviously not everything is gonna be as 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 clean and as beautiful as we all hoped it would be. I want to get your thoughts though after the game. How are you guys feeling as fans, Husbands Mafia doing? Um I'm gonna give some stats and everything like that. Uh, but first, this episode of Circling the Wagons is brought to you by the TwinSpire Sportsbook at Delago at the Delago Resort and Casino. Um, good to be back on Twitter Spaces. I haven't done it in a few months, almost, with the way that the uh, the games have been going. So I wanted to get your thoughts in. First, we're going. We're heading over to Colby. My guy, Colby Pleasants, has some things to say about this Bills game. What's going on, Colby? Hey, Nate. How you doing? Hey, good, brother. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Just celebrated some, uh, you know. The Bill's win with the fam. Nice. Um, it was it was a close one. There uh, had to suffer through my uh, uncle who's a Dolphins fan, chatting, um, yelling in my ear, saying that we're gonna lose. <laughs> so it was a little rough, but I'm glad the Bills clutched up and um, got the win. I, you know, here's a hot take, uh, Nate. I, I think I think Khalil should have. They should have just given that touchdown. To be honest with you, because I feel like the game would have but just been more at hand if he had scored there like I know there was a lot of time on the clock but I just I don't know I didn't have a lot of faith in Easton Stick beating us you know the quarterbacks that did beat us like that um, have a little bit more of a bigger name than Easton Stick it's just uh, to me you know but even though Easton Stick played pretty well but that's my little hot take I just I think Kalil should have
3: had that touchdown yeah you know it's interesting Colby because I was thinking at the same time I'm like do I want that to be a touchdown I was kind of going back and forth in my head about it too and the positive with it being the way it is is that you know the way it was is that the Bills ran the the ball or the clock down to like thirty-one seconds, whatever. They got the field goal, yeah. but the, lots of negatives, though, right? Like, so I'm with you. Lots of negatives because yeah. Tyler Bass has not been as dependable as we'd hoped him to be this season. So, you know, game-winning thirty-seven-yard field goal or whatever, whatever it ended up ended up being like that's not a guarantee this year yeah. from Tyler.
1: Yeah. It's- does Bass have like one year left on his contract or is he? No, he
3: just got, he just got extended this past year. So I think he has three years left. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Uh, so
1: I was, (laughs) I was kind of hoping we would cut him, but I don't know. I, I'm just not a big Bass fan. I think, you know, there's other kickers out there that would be 10 times better. Um, I know, Uh, the chargers kicker, I think he's on his last leg of his contract. So I wouldn't mind taking him. He seems to be automatic. Well, that's
3: the other thing. Like, I mean, going back to what you were saying about Khalil Shakir, I mean, do we really want to give this chargers team a chance at like a 60 yard field goal to win it? Because with the way that that kicker has been kicking, I don't know if that, if he misses that one, I think he probably makes it to be honest.
1: Yeah, he, he does. I, I, I don't know. I, it's, it. to me, I just don't how that game went, especially with the play at the end, it's just Easton stick just doesn't seem like he has the, you know, great IQ to, you know, go and win a game like that. I I mean he played really well, but like, man, like I, I don't know. He just doesn't seem like he would have that great of an IQ. And then I don't know. I just feel like we had the game at hand as soon as uh Khalil caught that um that first down. So
3: I don't disagree with you on um on Easton Stick uh, the guy played a hell of a game though. Like considering he is yeah. what he is like, I don't know if I don't, if he doesn't get sacked by Ed Oliver, I could definitely see him getting a 20, 25 yard play. It felt like the whole game, at least to yeah. me that they were able to move the ball a little bit easier than the bills were able to, you know, all things. considered. Yeah.
1: I I mean, I, I, I honestly wasn't really like the game was okay. It's just, uh, Diggs was a dud, especially for my fantasy team. And, uh, Austin Eckler, I just needed him a few – get him a few more yards and he was going to be in double figures. So that was a little bit of a bummer. But, hey, Allen, you know, clutched up for me. And, hey, maybe I might still come home with the with the championship belt for my fantasy league, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what matters. But, hey, the Bills won. That's, that's what matters too. I mean, uh, I can – have a Merry Christmas, knowing my Bills. Won't. Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely, man. Colby, appreciate you coming in, brother. Have a Merry Christmas and and, uh, and a Happy New Year, all right?
1: Yeah, you too. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Go Thanks, adults. buddy.
3: Go Bills. All right, that was our guy, Colby. Uh, usually comes in on the on the Twitter spaces, always has some good, interesting takes. Um, i definitely, definitely battled uh, internally with that play at the end of the game. Should uh, Khalil Shakir have gotten the touchdown or not? I mean, there's just so much time left, and unfortunately, the Bills did have a couple of stops on Easton Stick, but they didn't look dominant this week like they did last week. So I'm completely fine with uh, with the way it ended, but it could have easily gone. Let's, I mean, let's not get it twisted, right, Bills fans? I mean, it could have gone the opposite way. It could have been so that um, you know all of a sudden we're looking at the Bills scoring a touchdown. Maybe getting the two point conversion, maybe not. If they don't, all of a sudden it's 27 25. Easton has uh, 2 20 left in the game, the two, the two minute warning, plenty of time left, at least two timeouts. So plenty of time left. Is it a matter? And they have four, it's four down territory. So, I mean, everything matters. Did you see this, uh, this Bills defense stepping up, or did you see it as something like, you know, they would have possibly crumbled at the end of the game because they weren't dominant this game? Like they had been in previous games. If you guys wanna wanna come in on this, definitely request the mic. I'm gonna talk for a few minutes though until until I get some requests. Um, some stats of the game: uh, Josh Allen, 15 for 21, 237 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Also looking at James Cook, leading rusher, 20 attempts, 70 yards on the ground. Uh, Leonard Fournette had five carries for 20 yards. I'm wondering why Leonard Fournette got more rushes than Ty Johnson that was kind of interesting kind of hoping to see Ty Johnson a little bit more considering that James Cook put the ball on the ground a couple of times Josh Allen the third leading rusher five carries for 15 yards but also had two touchdowns and one of the biggest things that you know kept the Chargers in this game and then again you know this is the Bills playing down to the level of these teams which you don't have to worry about in the playoffs by the way if the Bills get into the playoffs you don't have to worry about them playing down to the level of their opponent because the level of their opponents will be so much better. But you do have to worry about it next week when the Bills play the Patriots. Are they going to play down to the 4-9 and nine or whatever the Patriots are this week? What, are, are you worried about them playing down to them, or are you thinking that they might actually blow them out? I mean, all these things that you have to consider as a Bills fan and worry about at the same time. I mean, this is not the season where you can just worry about it. I mean, you if you follow us on, on Twitter, Instagram, I mean, I've been posting memes nonstop about how scary the Bills can be in the playoffs, in the postseason, should they get in. And that was based mostly on last week's game and, you know, the win over the Chiefs. Um, not looking great right now for the Bills, but then it's, it's a game-to-game, it's a week-to-week game. You know, it is what it is. We will, uh, we will go on from here and, you know, keep playing. And uh, I saw that a Dolphins fan is requesting the mic. If you guys want me to, uh, to let them in, let me know. I've never done that before. This would be funny. I think I think it's just going to be mostly trolling, but uh, prove to me that you won't be. This is a Bills. Not many, not many Dolphins fans calling on like WGR. So this would be interesting. Oh, we got another Dolphins. Oh, we got a Eagles fan coming in. I think I'm going to hold off. I can talk for about a half hour all by myself. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, on the Charger side of the ball, Easton Stick, 23 for 33. 210 yards, uh, one touch or zero zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, leading rusher for the Chargers. We have 15 carries for 65 yards, uh, zero touchdowns. Easton Stick, I mean, Easton Stick's pretty good running the ball. Seven carries, 25 yards, one touchdown. Again, the biggest the biggest stat line for me um, was just the Chargers having three turnovers, the Bills having none. I mean, for these for the Dolphins fan that's that's w- wanting to weigh in, I get it um the bills don't be the dolphins if they have a game like this you they play them in week 18 they don't win it i don't know many teams that they do win against that and this has been the bills problem when you know they could either be super hot or ice cold and today was one of those ice cold games what do you guys have as a play of the game because right now i'm looking at my notes um a lot of great plays in today's game um i mean I mean, you had so you had the Gabe Davis fifty-seven yard touchdown, the first play from scrimmage on that drive. Man, that looked really good. That looked good. That was going to be my one of my game sweet sassy molasses plays of the game. Um, instead, I have to I have to give it to Ed Oliver on the uh, the sack that basically brought it down to uh, what all the wide receivers had to come back on the second down play. I believe it was it was the final drive. And that first down play, Easton Stick took a sack from Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver not getting the credit he deserves. And from Chris Collinsworth, I mean, Chris Collinsworth doesn't know his, his ass from a hole in the ground, but he was saying that the, uh, that the Jordan Phillips and Daquan Jones were the, were the staples in the Bills' interior defensive line. They must have forgotten about the season that Ed Oliver is having because he is playing tremendous this year. Chris Collinsworth doing, a, doing what he always does. And he did real quick on, on, on the way of of Chris Collinsworth. Can I just say, like, did you guys see his son? Was that his son that was in the halftime game or the halftime report or whatever? I, I was just like, there's another one of these guys. Like, I thought we were done. Everyone complains about Chris Collinsworth. He doesn't annoy me as much as most people, but he's pretty awful. And then I'm like, oh man, his son's also doing it. Like of all the commentators, like I would take I would take Joe Buck's son. Over Chris Collinsworth's son. I mean, we could do like a tournament, a sixty-four man tournament of like sons of famous broadcasters that we'd rather take over Chris Collinsworth's son, and uh, I'm pretty sure he would be like a 16th seed headed into the tournament. Um, all right, we got uh, we got our guy Dave coming in from across the pond. Um, wanting he has been asking for these Twitter spaces. Finally, getting a chance to get in there. If you guys want to request, might feel free to do so. Um, my guy Dave, what's going on, brother?
4: Hello, buddy. How are you? Well, Good. How are you? Good. I'm. All right. I'm better now, fella. Jesus Christ. Mini hashtag aside. Yeah, we're all right. We're all right. Holy crap, man. That was that was too close for comfort. What the hell? Did you think Did you think they were going to make it at the
3: end, or did you, you know? You have an No, I, I feeling like a
4: this, I'm not going to lie. I really always like, ah, oh, crap. You've seen it too many times this season, haven't you? It's just been like, no. So, but you know, especially after the Steelers won today as well, it was like, yes, it's all awesome. set. And then that game was awful, dude. Awful. Mm-hmm. So, but in answer to your question from two minutes ago, the, the, the play of the game for me was that last Shakir pack where he ran in for the touchdown and they called it back as being down. Like that. Our O-line was like a revolving door. Josh had about five players in his face, just ran back and threw the ball, and Shakir just happened to be there. If it wasn't for that, then they would have had too much time on the clock, I think. So that, for me, that's the play of the game for me. That last, our last play before the uh, field goal. Well, by the runs, anyway. Got the first down, ran the clock out, and there you go.
3: Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I mean, that was, that was one of the plays that really made the difference. In tonight's game. I mean, he doesn't catch that or, or whatever. I mean it was a bobble. Was that the bobble too, or is that another no, that was another Shakir pass? Yeah, no, yeah, that was, that
4: was a great catch. That was thrown behind him slightly. It was a great catch from Shakir, great catch and run there earlier on in the game. But yeah, it's like right at the end and then obviously like I said, the Oliver sack at the end, that was that like saved a lot of heartache. So um, but yeah, it's just why why do we have to be like this? Why why? <laughs> why can't we why can't we have nice things? Okay, exactly. Why, yeah. why was... It's four in the morning, fella. I don't need <laughs> at four in the morning.
3: Dude, are you even yeah. going to be able to sleep tonight or what? So, how, well, how much longer are you going to be able to
4: wind down? I've, I've knocked work back, so I'm not working till lunchtime, so I'm not into – but it was just like, why? like why, why can't we have nice things? Like last week, you know, Dallas, yeah, great. Well, Just give me every game like Dallas. Just smash everybody. I'm happy with that. But why? Yeah. Why? why do you have to play down? To opponents, and to be fair though, all right, I'm sort of ranting because I've had a few beers and it's late, like. But it was always going to be a tough one. They sack the head coach, they fire a few players. You know, everybody's going to be fired up. It was always going to be a tricky game. It was always like, ideally, you'd want the head coach to be sacked this week after the Bills game. Absolutely. Okay, I'd have been a lot more confident coming into this game, but everyone they always get that little boost, don't they, when they sack a head coach and you come into the next game? There's always that little bit of a oh, so. But you know this yeah then, then it's a win we survived we're um there's so much pressure on Miami tomorrow now so much pressure and, Yeah you know uh, it's,
3: it's it's funny because like there's a lot of things going in favor for the Chargers as far as like you know they have a longer you know because they played Thursday night the week before so they had a longer you know spread out of time from the game between last week and this week than the Bills did um you know they're a good team on paper but then again you know they're also missing you know, some key players, but I mean, Josh was just under pressure way too much during the game, in my opinion. Yeah.
4: The O-line will look very suspect tonight, like, but you know, in, in our defense, we're missing some key players, dude, as well. You know, everybody seems to forget like we've got so many injuries, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, there it was things were like, you say they, we had a short week. They had a long week, um, long, you know, the, again, I'm, it's a bit like the London game. I'm not so keen on the fact that they traveled last night or yesterday to LA today, it's just, uh, you, but you know, it is what it is. But you know, you, you get the win; That's all that counts. We got the win. That's all. That, I know. Other than that, it was horrible. And like I say, I've um, I've aged about thirty years, like every game. But we got the win. That's all that counts. Yeah. It's going to be a good Christmas. that's all I yeah. can say. And if the, cow, if the if the Cowboys beat the Fish tomorrow, then it's going to be an awesome Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it will be. It will be. We
3: just need the Dolphins to lose one between now. And uh, in week 18 game. And we got to hope that the Bills
4: don't play down to the Patriots next week.
3: That's the worry as well. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Oh, crap. Yeah. So I know he's like, he's like, yeah, we've got easy games. But like, we we just played out. Why do we play down? Why? (laughs)
3: it's it's what we do this season you know i I mean it's it's just it is what it is at least they're finally at least they're finally on the winning side of these close games that's all i can say about this because they haven't been for so long so this is this is a good it's a good step in the right direction um i'm gonna appreciate you coming on dave thanks so much for for coming in across the pond uh merry christmas happy holidays go bills man
4: all the best go bills yeah thanks for having me i'll see you soon buddy take it easy sounds good thank you
3: thank you Dave, one of our one of our great fans from across the pond. Appreciate this. Be Mormon twenty twenty. Be Mormon twenty twenty. Welcome to the, the Twitter. Unmute um, yourself on the bottom left hand corner and uh, and give me your thoughts, man.
0: Hey, how you doing, man?
3: Hey, good. How are you?
0: Excellent, excellent. Uh, you know, better better with a win. Uh, I just wanted to uh, acknowledge. You know, every, everyone's saying Ed Oliver play a game. Uh, There was that other sack that Puna Ford got that Oliver kind of helped create. So kind of doubling down on Oliver and also acknowledging all the injuries on the line. I mean, I think that's been a big part of what kind of hampers this team and makes it seem like maybe we're playing down to opponents. Um, So just, you know, kind of acknowledging that, especially if Collinsworth is going to acknowledge the Cowboys having all those injuries last week, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. You're right. You're right. In the grand scheme of things, we forget that from week to week because we've experienced it pretty much all season. But mm-hmm. each week, we're down. We're down. I mean, they they brought it up in the stat line. We're down four starters before we even started tonight's game.
0: Yeah, no right. excuses, right? But I mean, that just makes Ed Oliver's play that much better, right? That he's that disruptive.
3: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, Ed uh, Oliver. I'm glad you brought up the puna fortzak because he was instrumental in that for sure. For sure. Stepping yeah, up. I also want to. Uh,
0: my my vote is to uh, is to let the the Dolphins person speak and uh tell us all the throws that do would have made <laughs> yeah, i would really i I'd, I'd like that so yeah
3: yeah I, yeah
5: thanks,
0: good talking to you
3: yeah yeah no appreciate it man take care thank you go bills go bills you know it's funny i i appreciate him saying that the, the one uh dolphins fan that was on here was he he kept giving me the uh he requested the mic and kept giving me the hey you know Waving his hand, but uh, he wasn't here for it. I think he's left by now. So, uh, but but you know what? I'm gonna get in an Eagles fan. So we're we're gonna see how that goes. Bad guy, bad guy connected. What's what's going on, man? Hold on, I'm trying to bring Andy back. He was
6: just <laughs> doing like a watch, bro. Was he your brother? I was like you know him. The Bills? Yeah, like so. You was in here with like eight people, and we was doing the watch. Like, and then we were like, "Oh, let's go show some love to the Circle and the Wagons podcast and get to know them." And they was like, "Oh, look, we see Adot and Jules and Coach Larry and Art. There, look, there's Andy. See, I've got him back. We're here to. We want to hear this, bro. We want to hear you talking to him. Bring the British guy back. Let him talk to Andy. Y'all said the pressures on him.
3: <laughs> the pressure. I
6: thought the oh, You asked the question. Who was the best play? I think the best play of the game for y'all, first of all, was the kicker making the kick. Like, imagine if he oh missed God. the kick. Oh God! You see, you see what I mean? Like, I come. This is why I don't like like the rhetoric that comes from Bills Mafia, bro. Y'all don't even know how to talk basic ball. Like, the first thing is the kicker, bro. Like, if the kicker misses the kick, and then really and truly, Stephon Diggs on that third down play on by the sideline. You don't like that one, and then. Uh really and truly we also got to talk about the defense because like think about it right like Josh Allen is this Josh Allen is that but your, fuck, your, your season came down to the defense having to make a stop because Josh Allen was out there turning the ball over hmm go figure right but you struggling to be this dude I ain't never heard of stick Easton Michael stick or stick Michael Easton by two points and y'all ready to circle the wagons to go into the playoffs to go to war with the Baltimore Ravens and the likes of the Miami Dolphins and, and 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 the Kansas City? Good luck, bro. We're gonna give you a follow. We're gonna pull up and we're gonna hear what you got to say, dog. Yeah, next time, man. Cool, man. Good luck with your show. But bring Andy up, bro. What is this one man? Come on, man. was no wasn't, bro. it wasn't,
3: it wasn't enough. Hey, this is my show. There's no democracy in it. There's no democracy. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. This is bro. this is I can do. I can have on. Glad you don't run the country. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably fair. That's probably fair. Um, yeah. So uh, I I see what you're saying about how we, can we make some noise in the playoffs with only winning by two points against the Chargers with Easton Stick, who I still I, I'm not going to take the mental power or mental energy to figure out where he went to school. I. I I just don't care that much. I probably never hear about him again. Uh, But with a backup coach, I mean, there's, I mean, dude, you've been listening this whole time. Has this whole Twitter space been, oh man, we got this. This is nothing like, no, like this is, this is interesting. But then again, I mean, as an Eagle fan, you know, wouldn't you have rather take the 24 to 22 win? What was it last week against the, who'd you get blown out by? would you lose to? I can't remember. It was the Cowboys. I can't remember, but still, I mean, you take that any day of the week. It's just like, you know, the Dolphins fan that wants to come in and, you know, this isn't a democracy, so I don't have to let him. In. Uh, I'm guessing he's not going to be cordial. I'm guessing he's not going to be like, Hey, how's it going? Um, but, um, but I think I will let him in. I think I will let him in. That's only fair. Right. Uh, but again, the Dolphins losing to the Titans. I mean, you think the Titans or the Dolphins would have taken a 24 to 22 win against the Titans. Just a couple of weeks ago? Absolutely. So, you know, keep things in perspective. So, it is what it is. All right. I am going to let in this Dolphins fan into the Circling the Wagons uh, Twitter space, man. I've never had a Dolphins fan in. Welcome, Andy. Hopefully this isn't the last time. What's going on, man?
6: Hey, what's going on, buddy? That was a very difficult win by the Buffalo Bills, bro. I know that you pride guys were shaking when the Chargers had petitioned the ball, but you know what? Don't worry about us. We're going to win, bro. We're going to beat the Cowboys, and you know what? You pride guys are going to have another space about playoff scenarios, how to make it to the playoffs. The AFC is ours. Fins up. Merry Christmas. God bless to you and your family, man.
3: Thanks, Andy. Appreciate it, man. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that just goes to prove I probably won't be doing that anytime again soon. No, I mean it's it's interesting. The uh, the Dolphins have a, they don't have a hold on the first seed, but they can get that first seed if they win out. The problem is they have to get through the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills through the best teams. Now, if they do that, they deserve that first seed, and they deserve to possibly make a run at the Super Bowl. The the odds of that happening, though, however, are very unlikely, considering the Dolphins haven't beaten anyone with a winning record yet. So I don't say this as a cocky standpoint from a Bills fan, like, oh, look, we, we're so much better than you. No, absolutely not. I, I think that we can beat you. I don't think anybody in the AFC is unbeatable whatsoever. I mean, we've proven that. We've beaten good teams, but we've also lost to good teams, right? The Chiefs are not unbeatable. The Bengals, obviously, now without Burrow, are not unbeatable. You know, the Dolphins are not unbeatable. There's no team in the AFC right now that's unbeatable. Um, There's teams that are scary. They can go deep in the playoffs. And then there's teams that could get bounced in the first round, like the Dolphins, like possibly the Bills, depending on who they play against. So you never know. So cool, guys. Thank you all for listening. Thank you guys all for tuning in for this Circling the Wagons postgame call-in show. Again, this episode is brought to you by the Twinspire Sportsbook at DeLago. You know what? I, I, I'm sorry. I feel bad. I feel bad. I'm getting some cry faces um, from A over here, who's a Commanders fan. This is the first time I've let in fans from multiple different fan bases. So, A, I see you, man. A, period. I see you. Um want to add you in. Um, I think you're probably going to mention hey, about... Ho- hey, hey, what's going on, man? Sorry sorry, I didn't get to er- get to you earlier.
7: Nah, nah, you're good. I appreciate you bringing me up, though. Yeah, That's what's up. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. Nah, well, yeah, I just kind of wanted to get my take on it. I guess the game, kind of see how you feel. Um look, at the end of the day you're doing what you're supposed to do, right? You're getting you getting wins. Um, you beat the Chiefs. You know, you did really well last week. Well, that was that was the uh that was the Cow nah, that was the Cowboys last week, right? Yep. So that was that was impressive. I seen that game and I said, Okay, I think I think they they got their mojo back, right? And coming into this game after the, you know, the Chargers obviously had that that sixty to to ten blowout, um, you know, Brandon Staley gets fired and whatnot. I'm thinking Chargers, you know, you know they're gonna lay an egg. Bills gonna take care of business easy. I will like and like let's just be honest about it, right? You gotta you gotta watch this game today as a Bills fan and and truly think to yourself, like yes, we got the W. But there's no way you could feel confident going going into these next couple of weeks and going into the playoffs. There's, like, no way you could feel confident because you got – I mean, you got James Cook, who had an amazing game last week, and then this week, you know, he kind of struggled to get going, and then he fumbles the ball in a critical moment. You got Josh Allen that's continuing. Hey, you know, listen, I'm a Commanders fan. So I can't talk. I'm just a football fan at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, then you got Josh Allen, you know, throwing throwing picks, throwing balls into the dirt, you know, whatnot. Gabe Davis had a really good game today. Shout out to Gabe Davis. Um you're losing guys on defense. I've seen a couple of guys go down and that's been like the story of your season. Like this Bills team is much different than the Bills teams of 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 you know the couple last couple of years, man. Like this like you are you confident that you know like this this team's going to be able to pull out some victories even next week versus the Patriots? Like I Bill Belichick kind of has y'all number, you know, like, do you feel like you got it? Go ahead. So, let me
3: talk. No, no, no. So, so what you'll say or what I'll say to that is um, I kind of mentioned this earlier in the space, but I don't feel confident a hundred percent, but at the same time, they could beat the Patriots by two points next week and then stomp the dolphins. And then all of a sudden I'll feel better. See, it's a week to week thing because like I felt good after the chiefs win. I felt great after the Cowboys win, and I don't feel so great after this one as a Bills fan. So um, I think it it's weekly dependent. Um, am I worried that the Bills are going to play down to the Patriots level like next week, like they just did, just like six or seven weeks ago? Absolutely. I will. I will say the difference though between this team and that team is I think Joe Bray is a better offensive coordinator. Um, I think the Chargers do have a good defense. I don't think it's as good as it has been. Um, lately but I mean there's no excuse that the The offense should have carried this team more than it did and I think the three turnovers versus no turnovers for the Chargers I mean was was pretty much the difference in the game today so I I don't I don't think so because that that
7: was like the difference but also I mean they resorted to like I don't know how many figgles they kicked today like how many figgles um, they kicked? five I think like four five I mean like you know what I mean? Like, if that was a different team, those you know half of those field goals would be touchdowns. So that's why I don't think the the, the turnovers was really the difference maker. I, I I feel as if like this this game is not truly indicative of how it went, bro. I think the the Chargers really gave you guys a run for your money. But no, but um, and then also, what was up with the whole Leonard Fournette thing? Why was he getting all this
3: this playing time? <laughs> And why, and why is he? Yeah. <laughs> Those are good questions. This is the first time that we've actually had him active for a game, and um, I was curious going into the game because we love Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson has looked really good um, as the backup running back uh, this entire season, and it's actually what's kept Leonard Fournette off the roster, but off the active roster. Uh, but yeah, that was really weird. I think they were just tired of Hardy, you know, fumbling, muffing punts, and stuff like that. Um, I can't really speak to that. I'm not really sure. And then one more thing. Last week I know Dalton Kincaid, he had rain gloves
7: on and then he like swapped them out. This week, did he have rain gloves on? Because 'Cause I've seen him drop a couple
3: packs. Uh not sure. Not sure. I wasn't really paying attention. Good question though. Question. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I saw him. was he the one that dropped him or he definitely dropped he he dropped the one he dropped one. Which is early. crazy. He's got great yeah. hands. Great hands. But but no, yeah. no. No nah, hey man thanks for letting me up man I don't want to No 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 pitch, I appreciate man. you coming in I mean I think it's I think it's uh as a Bills fan I mean I I said that but like I I don't feel confident after this win but then again a win is a win and when you look back at it you know, at the season, if the Bills do end up making the playoffs and making a deep run, are you going to really worry about the fact that they won 24 to 22? Because there's plenty of games where the Bills, like against the Broncos, against other teams where you're just like, man, like I would have absolutely taken a 14 to 12 win against them. And just, you know, they just weren't able to do that. So uh, last guy I got to get in, I got to get in my guy, Big R, Big R and SD on the West Coast, enjoying this game real time. What's going on, man?
5: Hey, hey, hey. Okay. First, quick shout out. We'll give a shout out to my, my buddy Joe, who's a long uh, lifelong Bills fan, lifelong friend, and listener of, of your podcast. Okay. So I'm going to go with my left brain. My left brain would think, all right, well, Josh Allen barely beat Easton Stick on the road in a must win game. So, like, what might be low if you're going to Baltimore, Jacksonville, Kansas City, Miami, even in an away game in the playoffs? Right? And everything that A said about confidence. But Nate, it's Christmas. I'm going to go to the the other side of my brain. I live in San Diego. Christmas is saved, Nate. Christmas is saved. You know? (laughs) If they they lost this game, I'd have to hide from my family. But
3: now I can show my face.
5: Where my bills Christmas
3: sweater. You, you'd, be, you'd be by the eggnog, <laughs> and the family members would be like, Why is Big R in such a bad mood this Christmas? I don't oh understand. My. Is something wrong? Did he like get a flat on the way here? No, the bills lost to the Chargers last weekend. Oh, okay. All right. I got it. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That that's, yeah. did save Christmas, man. <laughs> uh. and, and, and as you said, it's a
5: week to week league. And the game itself, like, if I have any like negative silver linings, like I just felt like Brady didn't call Josh Allen's number enough. He only had like twenty-two passes. We weren't running the ball as effectively as the Cowboys game. I, I wonder if we if he called his number a bit more. Maybe we, you know, we win by ten points. But it's that's a minor point. We still won uh, in a game we should have lost. Like it the, the, like reminds you a lot of the Broncos game where I, I didn't enjoy a second of it. Uh, at least this one I enjoyed the end because we won. But I did not enjoy a second because mm-hmm. this is one of those games you ha- you're supposed to win and have to win. Now, the flip side the positive, you know, again, we won a game that we had three turnovers in. This is a game we should have lost. Stick didn't have any turnovers. Uh, they ran the ball okay. They passed the ball okay. Took advantage of our mistakes. It was a 13 points off turnovers, I think. So, super fortunate to win. They they played so much better than they did last week. Rossi against the Raiders, far more competent. Um, and this this is a game that a lesser team, like, you know, maybe the Bills... That played against the Pats earlier this year or the Broncos early this year lose, but they, they pulled it together. They won. Uh, man, it's great to see Gabe break out. Particularly, if Stefan's going to you know not be as effective or be kind of coached out of games if he's being double teamed and you know uh, he's not got as many opportunities. Uh, but man, I, it is just just a complete relief <laughs> and the season's alive. You know, with with Pittsburgh winning, you beat the Patriots at home, which we should do. And then, man, if Miami loses, you talk, I know A was talking about our confidence. If Miami loses this week or next week, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, assuming we win, we played the Dolphins for the division, right? Yes. Who's going to be more scared, even though it's in Miami? Because it, it ain't going to be 100-degree weather. And Josh Allen against the Dolphins is a He plays really well against them. Who do you think is going to have confidence issues? I would. That would be such a fun game if it's for the division. So I hope, hope the cards uh, fall that way because – even though we you know, this you could call this like stubbing your toe a bit after after the way we've dominated last week and beat a good Chiefs team on the road, it doesn't matter. Still got the W. Two more to go. Let's get that division, Nate.
3: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, you were saying the thing about, you know, stubbing your toe. Um, this was a trap game for sure. I mean, it had everything written all over. I mentioned the fact that the Chargers got a longer, you know, bye than we did, or week off than we did. They, you know, they just changed mm-hmm. they just changed coaches. So you're you can't really game plan around a guy who's never called a game before. Right. So there were some things in their mm-hmm. favor. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're I would have liked Josh Allen to get his number called more often, just like you said. Uh, the, the reality is, though, the, the Bills were getting a lot of pressure from that Chargers front four, which you would expect because they're good. But um, that was the yeah. only disappointing part, and it wasn't. It was the fact that the Bills couldn't get as much pressure. I mean, they were dialing up some good blitzes later on to really, you know. M- yeah, you know, force Easton's stick to throw the ball. But, I mean, he looked good. Like, give him credit, man. Like, the Bills always seem to do yeah. this against no-name quarterbacks, don't they? Like, Mac Jones's best game as a Patriot this season was he, against the Bills. Like, they, they have a tendency to do that sometimes. We're, we're lucky.
5: There are some drops in this game of receivers that Easton was hitting them, you know, in, like, 10-yard outs of the, you know, the most important throw in football. He was hitting them. He was sticking it to him, (laughs) (laughs) but they couldn't, they they couldn't catch, you know, uh, there's a few plays that that come to mind where he he hit them in the numbers and they just dropped it. We got very lucky in in that way. And, you know, some of the positives, like the Shakir, not touchdown, Mm -hmm. touchdown, like we lost the Eagles game because of an all out blitz. He didn't, Josh didn't see Gabe. That was a huge improvement. He found the guy that was open and got it to him with all out blitz. Like that was a third down, you know, it would have been like a 50 yard field goal. Like, I really liked that improvement, tangible improvement in a clutch play. And I'm still not quite sure if he was down or not. I, I just, I was like, just comes kind of pacing around at that point. Oh yeah, <laughs> too stressed to really watch. So uh, I guess he was, and it worked out. Man, you know, it's it's nice to be on this side of of a of a close of a close game uh, this year because we've had far too many. I feel like. On the other yeah, way. at the
3: end of that, I was not confident that they would definitely get the stop on the chargers offense when they got the ball to the 30, they ran it back. And I wasn't like, I'm like, they're, they're two catches away from being within field goal range of this kicker, you know, especially this guy.
5: Yeah. He, he, his 53 yarder would have been good from 70. That was just like (laughs) a monster boot. you know, you're, you're, you're in a dome. The elements are not against you. So man, Ed Oliver talk, you know, talk about a guy who earned his paychecks this year and earned that extension. I, you rarely see players, um, exceed when they get to get that, that pay that big payday in football he has what a great draft pick what a great player uh if i never see von miller play again i'd be happy just non-existent i feel like watching these games and personally i hope i hope he is non-existent we I hope epinesa comes back he's, he's healthy i hope we give lawson more burn he just he's not it's the injury or whatever it is he's just not contributing like you just watch you watch those rushes and you just you're not last year you're like oh he's gonna get pressure on this year nope just just set him I don't know.
3: Yeah, yeah. Von Miller is one of the most frustrating That's- parts of this team. Yeah, yeah
5: if we was so many injuries, we have so many injuries. So the, I think he was the best option. But yeah, I, I hope they give, if I don't Kingsley Jonathan's my guy, if, he, if he's around, like, I bet he would have got a little closer. Um, but you pay Von the big bucks and you got to play him. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, confidence aside, said it's a week-to-week league. If Miami loses this week and if we take care of business next week, my confidence is at all-time high. The AFC is really wide open this year. It's really kind of frustrating we didn't win some of those other close games because we'd be the number one seed. But uh, at the end of the day, like we are in a position, if we went out, to get in, which didn't feel that way after Philly, didn't feel that way after Denver. So it's nice. It's like Christmas is saved, Nate. We, <laughs> we can celebrate the holidays. My kids can get <laughs> gifts. <laughs>
3: uh, You're going to hold them back in case the Bills didn't win. <laughs> The Bills themed ones for sure. Those are going to be repacks. I thought it was funny the Bills themed ones. I thought you were going to say all so, of them. You're like, hey, hey, Bills. the Bills didn't win. Santa, Merry Santa happy didn't... holidays to you and your family, man. Yeah, thank you so much, Big R. Appreciate you coming on, man. Go Bills! Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Appreciate you coming on as always, brother. Thanks, man. That's funny. Big R. Kids can come down the, because I have two little kids too, coming down the stairways and be like, oh, you know, oh, where, where are all the presents from Santa? would be like, Santa didn't come this year. The bills lost to the Chargers. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Tremendous, tremendous. Thank you guys all for tuning in, giving your thoughts. Even the Dolphins fans, even the Eagles fan, even the Commanders fan, man. It's good to get some new um, some different blood in there, which I did not expect. We haven't really gotten that before, but um, you know, good to get some different voices in here. But appreciate all the Bills fans obviously that came in. Um again, this episode of Circling the Wagons is brought to you by the TwinSpire Sportsbook at DeLago. The Delago Resort and Casino in Waterloo, New York. So, if you guys have listened to the podcast before, this will be up on uh, Buffalo Rumblings and our own podcast feed. Um, after today, it'll be there uh, wherever you find your all your podcasts. Um, and then again, obviously, you can listen back here on the Twitter Spaces wherever you'd like to. Um, we're going to do a podcast. Uh, a recap podcast with me and my co-host. One of my two co-hosts is not feeling so well, John. So it's going to be my buddy Mike um, in from Florida, man, giving us the Florida Florida Bills take. Um, so so we're going to do that. So stay tuned for that. Again, thank you all for listening, for being a part of this, for staying up with us. Of course, if you're just like me, you can't sleep after a Bills game. Like either they win and you're just psyched, or it's like a nail-biter like this, they just barely win, and you're just like, whoo, Oh, <laughs> like you got to come down because you're stressed the entire game, or you can't go to sleep because they lost, and then you end up being pissed off the rest of the night, and you just, you're hate-tweeting, you know, you're telling all your friends, oh, this team sucks, you know, isn't that. So we've all been there before, so thank you guys all for being a part of it. Again, this is Nate from Circling the Wagons, and we'll talk to you guys all again soon go Bills.
2: yeah you find us we breaking the tables we tell getting breaking them tables breaking them you know the mafia dangers you see us we breaking the tables we breaking them tables we breaking them tables we breaking them tables we breaking them breaking them you find us we breaking the tables we tell getting breaking them tables breaking them you know the mafia dangers you see us we breaking the tables breaking them we breaking them tables we breaking them tables we breaking them tables we' Breaking them, breaking them. You know the mafia dangers. Put a head out on your favorite team. Uh, fine step digs, he running the scene. Khalil Shakir, he doing his thing. Allen got weapons, shooting the bomb. Mafia mine, please don't step on my shoes. Game day ones, the white, the red, the blues. Hey man. Uh, breaking tables is traditional. Yeah. Wishing the fish. Look at my trip. Never cheating like Bella Chick is. Sean McDermott never telling the biz. Deion Dark is Mr. Brown, we got Mitch. Gabe Davis told tapping to this. Who making anthems that slapping like Nobody. this? Nobody getting attraction like Nobody. this. Don Brown never. Been through a table, a Lombardi will get me through a table. Yeah. This is our year, will not be a fable. This is my year to perform on a table. Just to show you that I'm Buffalo ass. Yeah. Going viral, your fans Can I match us. Don't you come to our house and just trash us. Get the table like Devon and Bubba Ray. What's up? What's up? Do you know who we are? Yeah, I know. It's the Mafia, baby. Yeah, everybody know. Don Brown. Get the tables. Yeah. you find us. We breaking the tables. We tell getting breaking them tables. Uh, uh, You know the mafia dangers. You see us. We breaking the tables. Uh, we breaking them tables. We breaking them tables. We breaking them tables. We breaking them breaking them. You find us. We breaking the tables. We tell getting breaking them tables. Uh, uh. You know the mafia dangers, you see us, we breaking the tables, uh, we breaking them Tables, we breaking them Tables, we breaking them Tables, we breaking them Breaking them This for the mafia ladies, this shout out, it go to the mafia babes I'm loving it here, you got mafia braids Camo hat with a 17 on it 17 on the earrings, you flaunt it When it get cold, Buffalo got a sweater hat And you know the number 17 still on it Josh Allen in the ring, you on it, hey You find us, we breaking the tables We tell getting breaking them tables, uh, uh you know the mafia dangers, you see us we breaking the tables, uh We breaking them, tables We breaking them, tables We breaking them, tables We breaking them, breaking them You find us we breaking the tables, we tailgating breaking them tables, uh You know the mafia dangers, you see us we breaking the tables, uh We breaking them, tables We breaking them, tables We breaking them, tables We breaking them, breaking them